All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Tommy and I are on a on a video Zoom for the first time today, and I'm really self conscious about picking my nose. Um, like, what what am I going to do if I like pick my nose? I'm not used to this. I'm on TV every day, but not when I'm on the radio. So now we'll see. I, Tommy, get what you asked for here. There's no telling hey. what's coming down the pipe here. I figured that you would be super used to the cameras by now. Like, it, it's got to be, like, I, nothing to you. I am. Maybe not as much at 9 in the morning. Like, it for me in the mornings, because <laughs> I get home so late from TV, it's roll out of bed, get the kids off to school, and then jump on the radio. Like, that's a morning. So, um, it's a little less glamorous, but here we go. Uh, we'll, we'll keep working on some things there, see if we can't do some cool stuff for you guys. We're, we're basically doing a technical test on that today. Um, all right, so... We mentioned some other potentially big college basketball news. And, I, you know, I think, well, on the surface, here was the report, if you didn't see it from Pete Thamel yesterday, that the Big 12 is in talks with Gonzaga about joining the league. Um, Gonzaga would bring a lot of great things, not football. Um, clearly, the headline program at Gonzaga is its basketball program, as good as any in the country over the last 10, 15 years. And... We are college basketball people in this part of the world, and of course, this idea is awesome, right? Like this would be the greatest thing ever. It would it would already make what I think is the best league in the country even better, and make it not particularly close. I think all of that's great and fine, and I think Brett Yormark is thinking that way on a lot of different things. Obviously, the money split would be something considered because Gonzaga doesn't play football. I'm surprised and would be. I'm gl- here's what let me let me start over. I'm really glad to see this because it never makes sense to me that this doesn't happen for these leagues. If you're the Big 12 and you have this new deal, you basically just negotiate through and say, "Well, what's your basketball program worth?" It's obviously not going to be worth as much as everybody else, but how much of a basketball cut can you take? It's what, you know, Wichita State's doing right now in the American. Like, this happens all the time. So here's Gonzaga sitting out here. Heck yeah, go get them. And remember, the Big 12 has BYU. So they're already dabbling into that time zone anyway. You've got a great rivalry there, potentially between Gonzaga and BYU already anyway. So when I see this, Tommy... I think this may further the window and crack the door open to getting West Coast teams. Think about if you're Arizona in this world now. UCLA has already spoken for. I'm trying to think of what are some of the real premier basketball-centric schools that might all of a sudden have their interest peaked at something like this. Arizona comes to mind. Um San Diego State comes to mind in a way. Now, they both of those schools would bring football. But I just wonder if doing this and potentially getting something done with Gonzaga, and they're just talking. They're flirting at this point. You know, they haven't, they haven't said I love you or anything yet. They're just, they're just talking right now. You know, they haven't really been on a date. They've been on like one date. So it's very preliminary. But if anything like this happened, I, I think it's your mark playing chess again, and I think it might be trying to crack that door open to get other West Coast schools and expand that footprint. I absolutely agree with you. I think that part of the the appeal of this from Gonzaga's point of view is how weak their conference has been for so long. I mean, they've dominated that conference what, over the last, last decade. Year, but yes, but I mean, by, by other comparison than, state, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, what, San Francisco you know, Saint Mar- and St. Mary's yeah, were Saint good. St. Mary's, yeah. 
Right. But but really, historically and overall, it, it's it's not been a powerhouse conference. That West Coast conference right. just really isn't there. And Gonzaga basically runs over everybody. And, and it's just kind of a foregone conclusion that they're going to end up in the NCAA tournament. Um, this really heightens Gonzaga's national profile. Not that it necessarily needed a ton of heightening because they're already a national brand with what Mark Few has done. But I think it gives them more national legitimacy. If they join a conference like the Big 12, a lot of the conversations about, uh, you know, Gonzaga, they're, um, they're a mid-major and they don't play anybody all year. And here we go into the month of March and they're going to fall flat on their face again. I think it gives them uh, significantly higher competition throughout the conference season than what they've had, you know, before. And so I think that that's the appeal for them uh, to join a conference like the big 12. I'm a little bit surprised though. And I've seen that Gonzaga has had conversations with other conferences over the last year or so. Um, one conference that one conference that sticks out to me is the Big East because they're such a, a, a basketball centric conference that it would almost seem like considering Gonzaga doesn't play football that that would be a little bit of a better fit for them. Uh, but I'm not opposed to this at all. I think this absolutely heightens it the didn't profile. Hurt anything, yeah, right. It's the, it heightens the profile for basketball uh, without a doubt. I just wonder. And it might end up being both for the Big 12, but I just part of me wonders, would you rather have Gonzaga for basketball or would you rather have three or four Pac-12 teams that bring football to the table? Um, It might end up being both. You'd rather have the football schools, I think, as long as it doesn't water down your your TV deal. But I think I I think they I think they're a collective effort. I, I don't think that. Gonzaga impacts any of that. I think Gonzaga is a different piece to the puzzle. I also think your mark is going big picture. I don't think he was kidding around when he said national footprint. And the other part of this, and again, is we can make bold predictions here. Let's say they get Gonzaga. One, I think that would be a further piece to try and get some of these Pac-12 schools. What else I think it might do? I think your mark might be trying to create and enhance a product for networks based on a college basketball league like it's never been done before. And I wonder at that point, if you add, let's say you add Gonzaga. All right, Gonzaga's in, right? I'm going to the networks. Look at what we're going to do for you in basketball too. So here's how we're going to do this, ESPN and Fox and whoever. We're going to give you such a great basketball league that you're making money now, right? Because now we've got Gonzaga on board. We're going to go poach the Big East. Hey, Villanova, why not? I mean, we're expanding our footprint nationally. We're going to have such a premier basketball league that now you've got a separate, outside of football and everything else, you've got this separate massive entity that we can all make money for. That's the kind of progressive thinking we need. Because at that point, if you're an elite Big East team and the Big 12 is in totality getting this together and and getting you the opportunity to make money like you've never made as a non-football school, nobody's going to say no to that, right? Like conference allegiances, who cares? Those have gone out the window a long time ago. So, yeah, I think if if the Big 12 can talk Gonzaga into this, one, I do think it opens up poaching the Pac-12 for football and those things. Who knows if that happens? They'll try it. 
But I think it might go the other way too. And they may look at a basketball league that looks very different than the football league. And there are a lot of great basketball-only schools out there that maybe can make the Big 12 a little bit more money. And in turn, the Big 12 can make them a little bit more money. In turn, can get some sort of thing going on TV that would be unlike anything we've ever seen. Could you imagine if the Big 12 went in and poached the Big East and you add Villanova and Creighton and all of these things, and in a pipe dream we could we could wish upon a star that Wichita State returns to prominence? Like, why wouldn't you add a lot of these schools? Like, who brings a great basketball program to the table? Let's go. Let's put them all together, and we're going to have this league that nobody else can touch. ESPN, you you need content in the wintertime. Right, you're you're starved for content without football at that point. Here you go, silver platter. Let's go. And I also wonder if they could separate deals to do with some of the other networks too, some of these streaming entities. Hey, we're going to give ESPN priority, but then we've also got all these other great games because we've got this twenty-team basketball league. Maybe Amazon or Apple or CBS on Saturday afternoons. Like I don't know. I think there could be a bigger picture play to this Gonzaga news. Even if it was just adding Gonzaga singularly, it would be really cool and fun. But I think there's a whole lot more to the idea than just adding Gonzaga. You were talking about potential other Pac-12 schools that could find this really appealing uh, from a basketball perspective to join the Big 12. And, you know, Arizona is one of them that has a longtime strong basketball culture that, um, you know, could be, be swayed into joining the Big 12 maybe just solely because of basketball and, and right. Gonzaga coming in. I don't think they're the only ones in the Pac-12. There's another name that comes to mind. How about Oregon? Think about what Oregon has done under Dana Altman with basketball um, over the last several years. And then think about their culture with football that they've had for forever. Well, sure. Um, yeah, and that's an Oregon. added benefit to the Big 12. Well, and, yeah, you know, we've been Oregon. Right. We've been talking forever about these four corner schools, Colorado, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. Um, that's great. That's awesome. Um, but man, I, when, if I was the AD at or the president of Oregon and you're telling me that I get a chance to be in the same conference with Gonzaga to play basketball and then, oh, by the way, bring your football program over too, um, that would be something I would be interested in listening to. Arizona is one of the few schools in the country that values basketball as much as football, right? Like, and they're back too, by the way. But like Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, there aren't very many. North Carolina, maybe. I'm not even sure North Carolina does. Um, but like, I, I, there aren't very many of them. And that, that matters. It wouldn't matter to a team like Arizona. But yeah, Utah, come on. You got a conference with Utah. And BYU and Gonzaga, God, like there, there are so many possibilities. And and a lot of this with basketball, it's harder for me and I think harder for most people to understand the financial value of basketball. Football's pretty cut and dry, right? We know football brings a lot of money. We know football is the driver on absolutely all of this. That part of it, from a bird's eye view, is pretty simple. We don't. I don't know, and I've never been able to get a good feel for the value of basketball in the totality of these conference TV deals. So I don't know what football can potentially add. I mean, sorry, basketball can potentially add if it's a non-football school when you're talking big, big potatoes like the Big 12. We've seen it on a smaller scale, but not really on a scale to that magnitude. But why not? 
right? Why not if you're Gonzaga? Why not if you're the Big 12? Why not if you're ESPN or Fox? Like, it's got to have some value, right? There has to be some value in it to do something like that. Because if you're ESPN and you add Gonzaga to the Big 12 lineup, every single game that they play, just like Kansas now, right? Every single game that they play becomes one of the marquee games of every single night that it's played. You won't find bigger games 90% of the time than Gonzaga and whoever they whoever else they played in the Big 12. You just won't find it because everybody in the Big 12 is really good. So it makes a lot of sense to me from that perspective. I'll leave it to, you know, to the people that get paid to negotiate how much that's worth. Brett Yormark seems to have a pretty good grasp of that thing. So let's go. Do it. Again, be aggressive. If everybody else is standing pat, lap them. Lap the field. Go get aggressive. And that's what the Big 12 seems to be doing, which I think after the last few years is why this all feels so good. It's no longer reactionary. Everything's proactive. Yeah, this is a volume proposition, right? It's something where um, Brett Yormark recognizes that probably that value to television networks when it comes to basketball would be the sheer number of programs that are quality that you can bring in. It's not as cut and dry as football is. Um, So basketball, you need more programs to come in uh, to be able to, to drive that value up. And I think that's really what, what the big 12 is trying to do right now. Um, And, you know, don't forget they did the same thing in football when Oklahoma and Texas bailed, they went the volume route and they replaced two schools with four schools. Um, and, and so it looks like they're trying to do the same thing on the basketball front um, because that's really that's where I feel like the value from the TV network stands is the number of schools, the number of time slots. We've talked about the different broadcast windows. Um, so if you have a West Coast presence in basketball, even too, you know, in the months of January and February with Gonzaga, Utah, BYU, you know, all these different potential programs, man, that's that can end up being pretty lucrative for these networks that. You know, there really isn't another conference like you don't see the SEC prioritizing basketball. You don't see. I mean, maybe right. the Big Ten does a little bit. But... Yeah, I think the Big Ten does and the ACC does. And I think that's it, though. I mean, I, I even yeah. even the Pac-12, which is criminally underrated every single year and how good its teams are. I mean, every year the Pac-12, you know, they, they, they get these weird seeds coming into the tournament. Nobody really knows. And then they win a ton of tournament games, it feels like. Um, but yeah, no, it's not as, it's not as big a deal. The big 12 basketball has become its own brand for a while now. And ESPN's a big part of that. And I think that that relationship can be nurtured. I think you're right. Like nobody else is prioritizing it. Why not go for it? I mean, it's better than not like it can only increase value. It's not going to decrease value for anyone. So why wouldn't you do it? I mean, it's overall strength of the league. I get why the Big 12 is doing it, and it's probably even more than just dollars and cents to Gonzaga. It's just continuing to grow to a point of power where what happened with Texas and Oklahoma doesn't ever happen again because you're you're valuable enough that it doesn't need to happen again. I I will never blame Texas and Oklahoma for doing what they did. If, If everything at your university is reliant on the money your football program brings in and somebody's offering you the kind of money that they can make in the SEC, of course you're going to take it, right? Like, there's too much that depends on it. As much as we love these conference allegiances, I mean, this is not amateurism as much as we'd like to have that shoved down our throat. This is big business, big business. So why wouldn't they? But 
the Big 12 and Brett Yormark doing a good job to make sure that uh, hopefully never happens again. All right, we'll come back. Um, we'll get you ready for... Let's let's talk about the World Series next, and then we'll go to Tim Fitzgerald at the top of the next hour, and then look ahead a little bit to Thursday Night Football because I do think it's interesting, if nothing else, and from a betting perspective. Uh, we'll talk about that too as well. Lots to go. We got a big giveaway coming. We'll do that in our next segment. Marvel fans, stay tuned. We got an opportunity for you that I think you'll like. Uh, we'll do it all next as we roll on on a Thursday on Sports Daily. 